I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Be sure to give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. Right, transfer talk. And I want to start off with a bit of an update around something that has only come to my attention over the past hour or so. So we know that Liverpool are interested in Manuel Ugarte. We know that Aston Villa are now also interested in the sporting Lisbon midfielder. But apparently he isn't the only defensive-minded midfielder outside of the Premier League that Liverpool are looking at. David Maddock of the Mirror has said Manuel Ugarte and Arlene Schuameni are both options for Liverpool for defensive midfield targets this season. Now, will we see a situation where he who shall not be mentioned goes to Real Madrid and they then allow Arlene Schuameni to maybe leave and go to Liverpool? Uh, that would be kind of weird, right? If it happened because Klopp's first target was Schuameni, as we know, didn't get him. Bellingham was there as well. Haven't gotten him by the looks of it. And apparently, according to Fabrizio Romano, uh, that's been widely reported as well, there is, is an outline agreement between Bellingham's camp and Real Madrid around the package of wages. Madrid still have to obviously discuss a fee with Borussia Dortmund. But what I want to know from you guys in the comment section is, if Chiuameni was an option, is it still Ugarte who you want ahead of Chiuameni? Because... I'd want the one Klopp wants, and the one Klopp wants is clearly Shoe Many. So if Real Madrid are willing to do business, and I'm sure he would be more expensive than Ugarte, who we know has a release clause of 60 million euro. So if Real Madrid are willing to do business on Shoe Many, I like the fact that, as David Maddock has said, he's on Liverpool's list. If we ended a window with McAllister, Shoe Many, and I don't know, another midfielder, Barella, um, I don't really care. Just just give me just give me McAllister and Shoemeni or McAllister and Ugarte. And I'll, I'll even give you a free shot on the third one. I don't mind too much. But if you got either of those two in, I'd be more than happy. So I want to know what you think. Is there any truth to this? Do you believe that Liverpool could really go back to uh, to try and get Arlie and Shoemeni from the clutches of Real Madrid? Remember, 
He moved there, it was his dream destination when he left Monaco, went over to the Bernabeu, signed for Real Madrid. Has had a mixed bag of a first season. Spent more time probably on the bench than he would have wanted. Luka Modric, Tony Cruz are there. Obviously Camavinga in that midfield uh, shake-up as well. He's more playing at left-back these days. But if you bring Bellingham and add him into that mix, as well as Valverde, you can see that maybe Shoemany would think, huh, where am I going to get in here? Is there going to be enough game time for me? And if Madrid can do business... I'd say yes, let's go and get him from Madrid. Now, a little bit of an update on the sporting director. So as we know, it's rumoured that this is going to be a three-month short-term deal for Liverpool to bring in a sporting director to help them through the busy summer transfer window. Now, our friends at LFC Transfer Room have posted something here and they say German football reporter Christoph Biermann uh, speaking about Liverpool's potential sporting director, George Schmatke, and he said, this is a direct quote, to be fair, he tends to fall out with people, with coaches, with other people at the club he's at. So he's not an easy guy to get along with. And that's not the first time I've read something like this or seen something like this pop up about people who have worked alongside uh, Mr. Schmetka, whether it be a sense of humour or whether it be his outspoken nature. So, yeah, weird one this. I mean, if we've had a sporting director search for so long, why are we going for a short-term appointment of three months? You know, what do you think might change after three months? Are we then going to drag out the whole season where we look for an actual full-time sporting director? Or will there be an opportunity that if this guy works out, maybe that's extended past three months and maybe it's for that reason that was pointed out there from Christoph Beerman that maybe Liverpool have been a bit cagey and only giving them a three-month deal to start with to see how everybody gels and gets on. That would make a bit of sense in fairness. Uh, so... More of an update with regards to Nicolo Barella. So Neil Jones was speaking on Red Men TV uh, and he said, uh, keep an eye on Liverpool's interest in Nicolo Barella. I will indeed, Neil. And I very much hope we sign him, mate. And he was absolutely top notch for Inter Milan again in the Champions League semi-final. And if Inter Milan don't re-qualify for the Champions League, either via the league or via the competition directly, it's believed that they're going to have to free up money. And even if they do qualify, they may have to free up some money because I think there's a debt that has to be cleared off of 200 and something million this year. So maybe there is an opportunity for Liverpool to swoop in there and sign the player. 26 years of age at present, right in the prime of his career, undoubtedly good enough to come and play at Liverpool and in the Premier League. So Barella, McAllister and Chouameni, I mean, what are you saying? Come on, what are you saying? Got to be a yes, surely. Probably cost a pretty penny, those three players, but I I, I mean, that's, that's a scenario I would be... I'd be very, very happy if Liverpool did that. Uh, also, a little bit of an update from Jacques Talbot on Liverpool are keen to add Romeo Lavia, who Southampton will demand over £50 million for. So, it looks like Schumeni, Lavia, Ugarte, three options for defensive midfield player that Liverpool are, are, are currently looking at maybe getting over the line. For me, it would go in this order. Schumeni, Ugarte, Lavia. Uh, I don't know much about Lavia, but I know a little bit about Agarte. I obviously know a fair bit about Chiuameni. And for me, I would very happily take Arley and Chiuameni to fill that void. The question that I asked my chat in the latest watch along we did, and I'd be interested to know what you guys think in the comments section. Would you be open to selling Fabinho to fund this move? Particularly if we're talking about Chiuameni. Maybe Ugarte, even at that, Liverpool could probably do a freeing up some funds. So would you sell Fabinho if it meant Liverpool could go and buy Ugarte or could go and buy a Shoemeni? Or do you think it's disgraceful that we even have to have the conversation about Liverpool maybe having to sell somebody 
So it's not something I've seen. I'm not trying to say FSG are forcing Klopp to sell them. It's just a question that I put to you guys. Now, a little update on the goalkeeper search. So we know Creeping Kelleher is a man in demand. There's a couple of clubs interested in him. Brentford and Brighton, the two most uh, spoken about clubs. But if one of their keepers leaves, which it looks like they may do, I mean, Spurs are probably going to bring in somebody to replace Lloris. So whether that be Raya from Brentford, let's wait and see. But apparently Liverpool want 20 million from him. And then the search for a backup goalkeeper starts. Now, uh, David Lynch of the Mirror has said that Liverpool are considering a move for Ron Robert Ziegler this summer. Reason being, or one of the reasons being, his homegrown status having resulted from his loan spell, or his spell, excuse me, at Manchester United, is understood to be part of the appeal for him. So, you know, that works for me. If it means we can go and get a midfielder that isn't homegrown and get the homegrown spot filled by a backup keeper, I'm all for it. Go make it happen. Now, a little bit on Ugarte as well before we finish up this little clip. Uh, Ugarte isn't only being chased after by Liverpool. It's been reported by Jack Talbot again that Aston Villa are locked in talks with Sporting Lisbon over a possible deal to sign him. Now, you'd hope that if Liverpool really wanted him and it came down to a decision that he'd go with Liverpool. But if Liverpool have eyes maybe on Shumeni or eyes on Lavia, Maybe it is a player that Liverpool would look to to allow to go elsewhere. I don't know. But again, we should be in the conversation. And last little thing before we finish up again, just the congratulations to Trent Alexander-Arnold, who has been voted your standard chartered player of the month for April. Very well deserved from Trent. Looking pretty sweet in the new kit there as he receives his uh, trophy. And again, great to see his form turn around from what was a really, really sluggish period this season until Klopp gave him that new hybrid role that he put him into midfield and he started to really show what he can do. So uh, again, and one quick tiny little update. Brentford have identified Creeping Callagher as one of the three potential goalkeeper targets as they plan for life after David Raya, who I think will probably end up at Spurs. So, yeah, 20 million quid is the fee that Liverpool are believed to want for Creepy and Kelleher. I think it's a very fair number, but I would be willing to see Liverpool maybe take a little bit less if they uh, include a buy-on clause in his contract. Now, from a standpoint of negotiations, Creepy and Kelleher has three years currently remaining on his Liverpool contract, so you would imagine Liverpool are in a pretty good position there to negotiate. So, right, what are we saying? So, chat, let's get to the too many talk, because that's the really interesting point that I want to bring up there I mean we've got to be in for him right we've got to be in for too many if yeah we've got to be in for him. It's just we just got to I don't even have to, a rational reason for it uh, we've just got to be in for too many if uh, Real Madrid are willing to do business I mean I take him I take him over Ugarte I said no to selling Fabinho for Ugarte but if it's too many absolutely I'd sell him said fish number 12 Mark can we get a poll on this because it would be interesting to see if the chat's opinion changes if we had to sell Fabinho to get you many, would the fans be up for it? It would certainly, as as Mike has said there, it would certainly take make the loss of missing out on Bellingham a lot more um, bearable if we were able to get Shoe many. Now, I don't know, I'm, I'm sceptical. I'm sceptical about Real Madrid being willing to sell him, but I would not say no. We shouldn't need to, but I won't sell him for too many. Yeah, I look, I, I understand this, the viewpoint of we shouldn't need to sell anyone to buy anyone. I, I do understand that, of course. But, you know, we are where we are with the owners we have. I doubt we even have that club's number, Real Madrid. Um, Yeah, we've never... I can't remember us buying players from Madrid. I remember a few being included in deals from Michael Owen and that. But I can't remember us going and buying a player from Madrid. Uh, Chazza, Craig, I feel like we wouldn't have bid for Bellingham if we didn't want us. Also, we'd surely 
have an idea of how much we're going to be asking for in terms of wages. Uh, again, yes and yes. Chazza, don't disagree. I just feel like... Look, honestly, Chazza, my whole point is I can't allow myself to, 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 to dream about it anymore. You know, when Liverpool said they've walked away and then you see the 380 Gs a week, because you could probably bring in Barella, McAllister and whoever else it is, Shumeni, Ugarte, and nearly that 380, 400 grand a week would almost probably cover the three of their wages. And that's, you know, before we talk to transfer fees. I think me and you are on the same page, Chazza. If there was any chance of Bellingham coming, I'd be, I'd be more than happy for it to happen, mate. But I just, I just don't want to. I don't want to try and get my hopes up again. What is Shumeni on at Madrid? I don't know. But I'd imagine it's not that high. Like, Bellingham is going to be Madrid's second highest paid player, I believe, at 380. Have we ever done any high-profile swap deals? Not really. It's, um... They're not as common in football as you think, swap deals. Because they're very difficult to manipulate. The, like, the, you've got the image rights, the players' fees, the agent's fees, the wage situations. The, the kind of can be tricky things to, to make happen. 120 grand a week for sure, many. Well, there you go. So 120 grand a week for him, 150 grand a week for Alexis McAllister. That's 270 grand a week. And let's say Ugarte came in on 80 or 100 grand a week. That's still less than Jude Bellingham would be would be getting paid at Real Madrid if those 380 grand a week numbers are true. But imagine that midfield. Imagine having Shoemeni, McAllister, Barella, Bajcetic, Thiago, Jones, Elliot, and Henderson as options in our midfield. I would not say no. But I'm also very sceptical that we see Shoemeni, McAllister. I mean, look, I take fucking Shoemeni and McAllister at this point. If that was the window, if it was McAllister and Shoemeni and that was the end of the midfield window and we don't have to sell Fabinho, I I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate that. In fact, I'd take that right now. I'd take that right now. McAllister, yeah, McAllister... Shoemeni, still have Fabinho, Barella, no, no Barella, sorry, uh, getting carried away, Craig. Um, yeah, I take that. I take that. That that's a potential title winning midfield. Is the Shoemeni stuff real? Uh, David Maddock has said Manuel Agarthe and Arlene Shoemeni are both on Liverpool's list of defensive midfield targets this summer. So I guess if you add that to the few mixed stories coming out of Spain around his future, some people in Spain have said, yes, Madrid could potentially be interested. Now, remember, what may link all this together is if Real Madrid really do want to go for Kylian Mbappe. And then, you know, if they're going for Mbappe and Bellingham in one window, they're going to need to bring in money from somewhere. So selling shoe many could maybe allow them to go out for Mbappe. Uh, David said Shoemeni's on £212,000 a week. So that's a lot different to the 120, but still, two, let's say 200 grand a week, 150 grand a week, that's 350. And if you brought in another defensive midfield player, even if you didn't, like let's say you just went for Shoemeni and McAllister, that's 350 grand a week roughly in wages, which is still 30 grand a week less than Bellingham's going to be uh, reportedly getting at Real Madrid. Oh, no, I'm talking only about midfielders. We need a centre-back, but the centre-back was going to be, we sell Matip, we buy centre-back. Not saying it'll be the same money, but we'd need to, we'd need to you know, know that Matip's going on before we bring in another centre-back. Surely they won't be able to sell him for higher than they paid last summer. 
Um, don't know. Yeah, don't know. Julian said, sure, many ain't leaving Madrid. Well, you, you don't know, mate. Honestly, like, um, you could well be right, but if Madrid want Mbappe and Bellingham and they need a fullback, you know, they're going to have to find some money from somewhere and maybe the reports that he hasn't done as well as expected are true. I don't know. I honestly don't know, but all I'm reading out is the report that said Manuel Agarte and Arlene Schumann are both on Liverpool's list of midfield uh, targets this summer, and that's from David Maddox. So, you know, it isn't my words. Do you think the signing of Agarte isn't just his footballing abilities, but the health there would not? No. Because we have enough Spanish-speaking players at the club that we can help Darwin. Um, so, no, I wouldn't say it's that. And we're bringing in McAllister. You know, he, he's Spanish-speaking as well as English-speaking. So, you'd have that. Dominic King said the other day that we like Thuram but won't follow through with the deal. That's, that's about as useful a piece of information as me saying, I don't know, I like fucking Mila Kunis, but I'm not going to ask her out. I only want to keep Fabinho if he keeps up, uh, gets great form, and even then we'd have three central defenders. Well, we wouldn't because Bajcetic is not necessarily a six. You know, Klopp has said he can play as an eight as well, so we don't know where his long-term future is. Trent, even though he plays in midfield, I don't really think of him as a six. Not a defensive midfielder anyway. We've been linked with Coop Miners. Uh, yeah, I'd seen the links previously. Um, and it's a, it's a solid link. Like, again, he's at, is he still at Atlanta? Or Atalanta, I should say. Um, yeah, look, I have nothing against that link either, the Coop Miners. Uh, I still think Schumann and Stefan can all do more than Fabinho. Uh, again, if you're refreshing the team, yeah, adding in younger legs is obviously part of that. So Schumann, Ugarte, even Lavia, right age profiles. Calvin Ramsey was in training today. That's great news for the young man. Great news. Um, I'm sure Klopp will give him a full pre-season, see what he thinks, uh, and then the best course of action for next season for Calvin Ramsey, whether it be alone, whether he stays with the first team, whether Conor Bradley comes back in and Calvin Ramsey goes out, I don't know. But good to hear that the young man is uh, is getting back onto the pitch. It was a very difficult first season for him, obviously, with the initial injury he had that Liverpool wanted to clear up, and then obviously that one at the end of the season. Yeah, Scotty could be the operation. That that was my initial instinct when someone said to me about Thiago leaving on crutches. My initial instinct was, well, has he had the operation? Because it's in Barcelona, obviously a neck of the woods he's familiar with. And I wonder, did they have the procedure while we were over there? Because um, the lads went over for a few days break. So maybe, you know, they just did it over there because, you know, start a recovery as soon as possible. So could be, could well be. Makes sense, right? Now I'm getting really excited about these potential midfield. I hope we're not underwhelmed though when it happens. I hope whenever we bring in the whoever we bring in a midfield, I hope we're not all sitting here completely underwhelmed by what's happened and going, oh, hang on, we were talking Shumeni, McAllister, Ugarte, uh, Barella, and now we're. So yeah, look, I think McAllister, if I had 100 quid to bet, I'd bet McAllister's likely. I didn't rate Ramsey when he was playing with Aberdeen. Let's see what Klopp can get out of him. I thought he, from what I'd seen, clips of him, Scotty, and they are only clips. He looked, he looked good at Aberdeen. 
Uh, I'm not going to lie, getting too many would be awesome. Liverpool, I feel, need a marquee sign of that calibre. FSG would be smart to sanction that deal as it would partly make up, partially make up for pulling out the Bellingham deal. Yeah, and look, we can't lie as well. MRMH44. My thing is, I've always said, I want who Klopp wants. And we know Klopp wanted too many. So even if it was the long way around and a year later and we got him, I wouldn't be angry about it. I'd be very, very pleased. Uh, I could see FSG getting McAllister for 60 and getting too many on loan with an option to buy. I mean, what would be the point of that, though? You know, why bother getting him on loan and kicking the can down the road again for another um, for another season? Just fucking do it. Just just buy him. Uh, Cantor said, if we sign none of these links, I'll lose my shit. And I'll be right there with you, Cantor. I will be right there with you, sir. Too many is Madrid's only natural six for the future. They can't let him go. Well, I mean, that's not necessarily true. Camavinga can absolutely do that. He's playing at left back now. So I don't at all think Camavinga can't slot in and play in a six. So I think, yeah, they could certainly use Camavinga. Uh, I hope the Arthur situation has showed the club that loans aren't good enough for us anymore. That was such a waste of time and money, wasn't it? Absolutely pointless, like, going out there and... What was it, a four million loan fee or something like that for Arthur? And then his wages, and he hasn't kicked the ball. I mean, fuck me, what a waste of money. Just think what I could have done with that money. Just think what I could have done. Do you reckon Big Sam will do us a favour and not lose against Newcastle at the weekend? Ah, They need to do themselves a favour, Douglas, and, and start getting points. Do you honestly think the club pay money for McAllister, Schumann and Barella? I don't think FRC have the balls to do it. It's a lot of money. I mean, you're talking about 200 million. So it is a lot of money. Um, and I think in, for that three, we'd probably have to look at selling Fabinho to raise 30, 35, whatever you can get. We'd be bringing in money if we sold Kelleher, don't forget, and we wouldn't necessarily be spending money on a backup. So that would bring in a few more quid. If you can get rid of Phillips, Matip, but then you still need to buy a centre-back. Uh, maybe a few fringe players. I mean, you could top it up a bit, maybe 50, 60 million. Actually, 60 upwards, probably 60, 70. But was too many signing for us be considered a step back from the player he turned down last season for Madrid with his heart be in it? Well, it's his career. Footballers are going to want to play. And if, you know, Madrid make it clear to him that, you know, they, they don't see it as a long-term fit that works, I don't know. Do you think Mbappe leaves this summer or on a free next summer? I think Real Madrid want him this summer. I, I've said to you guys for months, I think that will happen. Mbappe to Real Madrid. But if they want to bring in him and Bellingham, then that's maybe where this Shumeni conversation has come around. Maybe they, they need to free up some cash. Who would your front three be for Leicester? I'm going with a front four. I'm going with a front four. See you Sunday, Lance. Yeah, so I'd go Diaz left, Darwin centre, Salah right, Gakpo in behind, or as an advanced midfielder, whichever way Klopp wants to set it up. So yeah, I'd... um. I'd want the four of them to start because I'm greedy. And then I'd go for Fabinho and Jones. Yeah, Fabinho, Jones, Gakpo in the midfield. Uh, then Darwin left. No, sorry, Diaz left, Darwin centre, Salah right. Oh, hang on, I haven't put Trent in that midfield. Fuck, no, he's right back coming into midfield. I'm confusing myself now. Confusing myself, but yeah. Uh, it's going to be a difficult game on Monday. You know, Leicester season's on the line. They're They're fighting relegation. Um, they're going to have to really, really come and have a go and fight. So I'm, I'm not expecting an easy game at all. I just hope we can we can grind the win out and keep the pressure up. 
Let's see how United and Newcastle get on over the weekend. You know, if any of them slip up and we get a sniff, then it's on us to to try and figure it out and try and force the issue and get the uh, get the win. But I'm looking forward to it. It's um, I love nighttime football, so yeah, it's going to be cool. UEFA is considering moving the Champions League to Portugal instead of Istanbul. What? Why? I mean, Istanbul already lost out on the COVID year. So it was already moved, and now, two years later, they talk about moving it again? Any reasoning for it? We have a couple of losses at Leicester too, not an away game. Yeah, and this is it. If we beat Leicester, they're probably facing the drop. Madrid with Vinny Mbappe, Rodrigo, Bellingham, Camavinga, Valverde, Schumann, and you can add Endrick. To that from the end of next season as well, Julian, because Endrick is uh, coming from Palmeiras. Um, so that'll be another one to add. Civil unrest in the region. Oh, okay. The shithouse in me doesn't want Man City winning it in Istanbul. Don't want them having our memory. Don't want them having our city. So if it has to be moved for reasons of civil unrest, firstly, I hope everyone there is safe and well. But after that, well, it's not, it's not too bad. Uh, Madrid rebuilding another Galacticos era. Yeah, they're so good at it though, aren't they? Like, they really are strategic and surgical in how they do it. Haaland, I think, ends up Madrid too. Again, I think there's an agreement in place that if, you know, Endrick signed on the belief that they don't sign Haaland, but you never know. Uh, Film Raw, thank you, my friend, for subscribing to Amazon Prime. Appreciate you. said FSG will never be serious about spending to keep up with Klopp's intense style. Very anxious to see who we actually get this summer. I agree with everything you've said. And like yourself, I'm um, I'm anxious. I'm a bit more optimistic than I was maybe a couple of weeks ago, but I'm still anxious to see that it isn't just smoke and mirrors and talk. We actually go out there and get it done. And if we can get McAllister in early doors, that's a good starting point to uh, to the summer. So let's, let's hope. hope we get positive news real soon. Right, my friends, I'm going to call it a night. Uh, and I will see you guys on Sunday. I'm not going to do live stuff tomorrow or Saturday. We'll put out a preview on Saturday. Record it tomorrow, put it out on Saturday. So keep an eye out for that one. There'll be clips and other few bits and pieces up as well. But I won't see you fratting live until Sunday. So uh, much love. Have yourselves a great weekend. Be safe, be well, look out for each other. And um, yeah, thank you for your time as always. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 